0: Hello, and welcome to the Where's Amanda podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. I'm a music festival junkie who quit my job to travel the world one music festival at a time. I'm here talking to you everything about music, and festivals, and travel, and just a little bit of life. Today on the podcast, we have my friend Kira on. Kira and I actually went to the same university in South Carolina. We were in the same sorority, and just recently connected in Denver at a Cascade show. Kira, like me, has gotten into raving and music festivals Post-college, she also is a health and nutrition expert who runs her own personal training programs. Today we're going to talk about staying fit while festing and how to keep up in your nutrition while you're at events where it might not be always be the easiest thing to do. Hope you enjoy.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome. It's been a minute. Very excited. I'm um, just waiting for Kira to join me so I can invite her. Um, let me see where the little people, there you are. Woohoo, we did it, all right. Let's see if technology will be nice to us. Hello everybody and welcome. Um, there we go, let me turn down the volume on my phone. Okay, Kira can you hear me? I can awesome everybody out there can you hear me let me know where you're watching from last time we had like brazil and boston and all these crazy places i know it's like insane so let me know where you're tuning in from Uh, leave us a little comment and welcome to the where's the minute podcast slash live recording i'm here with the lovely kira hi guys started and kind of introduce yourself. Um, me and Kira actually know each other from college all the way from University of South Carolina. Crazy. I know, he's pretty far. Now I'm in Denver, she's in San Diego. I see we have people, a couple people from Canada in here right now, Monterey, another one from Denver. What's up? Welcome everybody. All right, Kira, tell us a little about yourself.
2: Hey guys! Thank you for having me on, it's so fun. Um, we were just chatting before this about all the technical difficulties you can have, how technology is like super cool, but at the same time, we're like, what are we even doing with all this? <laughs> so, it's really cool, Amanda and I actually just like reconnected after like years. I mean, we graduated what, five? five
1: six years ago? Six years ago? <laughs> um, but yeah life has ever been wiser
2: yes oh my god so much wiser but i feel like life has just taken us both in like completely different directions and it's really cool because throughout the past like six years i know i've changed a bunch i know i mean we've been friends over social media so i know you've changed a bunch but yeah i'm originally from the east coast i grew up outside of dc in northern virginia i pursued nothing i wanted to do in college and then fell into fitness after college and became a personal trainer and certified nutritionist and now i coach mainly women but people of all sizes ages online through their health and fitness journey and I'm actually launching a huge eight-week strength training program starting next Monday so if anyone is interested come get confidently strong with me we're taking on the new year right
1: oh my gosh I love that yeah you ended up moving to my home state after Mm -hmm. college and like what was that like to kind of like you started right in Virginia and then went to South Carolina and then just kind of and moved over to California, like how was that?
2: Yeah, so I grew up where we had like four seasons and then my family's from Pennsylvania, so just very North and then the middle of the East Coast and then I went to like a little bit more South of the East Coast trying to catch the warmth, trying to be by the beach, uh, but it still got freaking cold. So honestly, I was just chasing, chasing the warmth and I don't know if you remember, but I was vegan in the South and it was miserable. <laughs> Yeah, it was
1: I, especially on like a sorority meal plan. Like I, I don't know how you did it.
2: Like... I didn't. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible. So yeah, I just like made the decision that I wanted to come out here. Visited one time, I fell in love. I mean, it's really not hard if you guys have ever been to San Diego, and visited on spring break. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. Four days after <laughs> I graduated, drove across the country.
1: Amazing. And then you kind of so. With the kind of space that you're in, you own your business, right? I do. So how did you go from, like, college student to, like, moving to San Diego to, like, owning your own business?
2: There was definitely – it wasn't a straight trajectory at, mm-hmm. by any means. Um, I originally got into, like, a weird sales position that I hated. I'm not a salesperson. I mean, you can ask anyone that I've ever asked to help me, like, market any of my things. I just personally – I love people. I work with people. I love helping right. with people. Money doesn't drive me, which is horrible in business. I found yeah. <laughs> I honestly want to help people. Oh. So, <laughs> so that's my problem, you know. But yeah. uh, I did get a really good experience. I was doing sales for a company that does like marketing and websites for actually was it like you
1: know, cold calling. It was.
2: Now oh yeah. It man. was cold calling a little.:
1: Well, I feel like a lot of people after college either get into like sales or like customer service but we all somehow because that's what I did I was like customer service I feel like we all end up on the phones without even knowing that that's what we're gonna
2: do like yeah and it's and I mean they kind of like lie to you right they're like oh you're like a marketing coordinator or like yeah. whatever like, <laughs> they're like you're a marketing specialist and you're like okay yeah. what's that <laughs> was
1: a customer advisor and it was Ooh. like no customer service red
2: like they were locked out of their accounts
1: and like didn't know their passwords and I was like very okay I okay, <laughs> got you and then what, where do you go from there
2: um I actually I applied to literally anything I could ever want to do and any company I could want to work for just because I hated my job so much uh, I was there for eight months and it was just, just soul-sucking to say the least and mm-hmm. I applied to just anything like no jobs opening just businesses like I was like here's a resume here's what I would like to do for you like literally whatever (laughs) and (laughs) yeah well I wasn't I was an event planner in college so I did wedding planning and I originally thought that's what I wanted to do love events love planning I love like all that hecticness and the organization of it and it's really hard to get into that industry unless you know someone so Mm -hmm. coming into a new city and not knowing anyone I was just like grasping at straws trying to get into it and Mm -hmm. luckily one of the people actually gave my resume that's randomly to um, my now my old boss who had a real estate mortgage company and he needed someone for yeah. marketing. So it was like, I walked into this, like open office is brand new. It was like, there was probably like 10 offices or whatever, but it was like me and like three other people. Oh wow. I worked there. Yeah. And I hey girl, my rates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's like five of us in total. And I like helped grow the company from like five to 30 and it was awesome. It was a really good experience to work directly under like an entrepreneur that had had a booming business before the recession Mm -hmm. and he was like regrowing himself and restarting this business. So I got to learn like right under him and he always knew it's not what I wanted to do. So he kind of took me under his wing as more of like, you're my little sister. I'm going to show you the ropes of like how to run a business. And he took me to a lot of like entrepreneurial things, which was really cool. cool yeah I kind of looked out in that aspect um but it gave me a lot of leeway so I actually got my personal training certification like while I was working there um I got my nutrition cert while I was working there like I actually pushed through and like got a bunch of certifications like while I was doing that and started coaching classes on the side
1: so it was like a side hustle kind Mm of what you do now yeah Uh, so then how did you know when to take that side hustle and make it like your full-time thing
2: oh god it wasn't easy so I still teach at cycle bar um and I teach six classes a week there. And then I originally, I really wanted to own my own business before I was 25. And I wanted to just be like, I am not like fully nine to five anywhere. I'm not a cubicle time person. Like, I was dying.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all, no. I feel like a lot of us have that, right? Um, it it was just really like, I just had this number of like, I need to be like, own my own business at 25. So I was kind of egotistical a bit and um, just really wanted to make it happen. So, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna start to coach online a little bit. I was like, nowhere near where I am now. Um, and then teaching soccer classes, and I wanted to start teaching at this other studio, and I had been teaching at another gym prior. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna figure it out, which was stupid. Yes. It's like, don't ever do that. Like, don't ever do, <laughs> That's
1: that, <exactly> <laughs> what? I didn't do that. Sometimes you have to take the lead. Like, advise against it, but like you know, sometimes it's just what happens.
2: I'm totally a believer in, like, the universe has your back. Like, I, I don't make buku bucks by any means. Like, I live my life by very low means, and I just live to be happy. Like, honestly, like, I wish – I'll just show you guys. We're missing, like, the sunset right now, which is insane. But hold on. I'm going to – sorry for the, like, the computer part, but I'm going to show you guys real quick. good. <laughs> this is why I live I right. live.
1: For those of you listening via podcast and watching on YouTube, she is showing this beautiful sunset. If my editing skills are up for it, I will try to crop in, like, a couple pictures of it, but it's absolutely gorgeous. It's amazing. As somebody who's been to San Diego, I can attest that those sunsets are absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. And you have a great view from your
2: apartment. Like, that's awesome. Oh, well, yeah. This apartment, like, I moved in, what was it now? Like couple mm, like four months ago three months ago and it's been amazing this is what i dreamed of when i wanted to move here so like i said like i i live for happiness right now and i'm like really okay you don't
1: need to have everything you just need to have those few things you determine to be like important and as long as you have those like that's all you really need you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. totally get it okay so now so you run health and nutrition business right so like Mm -hmm. what are kind of how does that, I mean, that obviously affects people's, like, daily lives, too. So you mentioned earlier that you were a vegan, but now you're not a vegan, or, like, like let's get down to some health and nutrition and stuff. let like, <laughs> a background.
2: What, let's do please, it. Sorry. Oh, me personally, um, I literally went through the gamut. I mean, from having multiple eating disorders throughout high school to college and having to deal with a lot of digestive issues and then kind of running through the grapevine of – doctors and holistic people and my own nutritionists and trying to figure out everything. I didn't eat meat for 10 years. Oh, wow. and about two years ago now, almost. Oh wow. But yeah. Like two ish years ago, I weirdly, I was having such bad digestive issues. I could barely eat anything. And I was like yeah. stuffed like five foods. And that sounds crazy unless you dealt with something like this and you actually can understand, mm-hmm. like I would physically get ill if I would eat like anything other than like these five foods. And it was just like, zucchini and like fish and you can't eat that much fish you like throw up it's gross right
1: like after a while everything just looks funny like it's yeah but if i could only eat pizza i'd be like i need something else yeah
2: so i was i was having just issues right and um i started craving this is really weird i started craving raw meat like i wanted to eat raw steak
0: and i wanted to (laughs)
2: taste And I was like, something's wrong. And my ex at the time was like, why don't you just, like, give in? Like, stop fighting it. Like, clearly, like, you need to eat it. And I'm like, you're right. So then, like, it took me a really long time to come to terms that I was going to eat meat again. Um, But now I do. And my digestion is way better. And Mm -hmm. I mm – and I don't want to, like, attest that it was, like, just that. But it was (laughs) adding that back in and little things coming through that, like, I'm an athlete. I was – not getting a lot of amino acids that are naturally occurring within meat -hmm. sources. And from all the digestive issues, like I wasn't actually digesting my food properly. So there was just like a lot more to it, but long story short, I was vegan for 10 years, vegan slash vegetarian, um, moved to pescatarian. And then now I just, I don't do dairy. I don't do gluten. Um, those are my two things that I steer clear of like 100% all the time. Besides that, um, it's just a couple of foods that I've done, like, a lot of sensitivity tests that I'm, like, like, I don't do cauliflower, I don't do, like, sweet potatoes, like, random things like that.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. No, I've actually was arguing with my doctor about doing, like, a low FODMAP diet, Mm. which I'm sure you're, like, aware of, because I definitely have stomach issues that I just choose to, like, look past sometimes, because I'm just, like, busy, or I'm at festivals all the time, so which is why I kind of wanted to talk to you, especially about, like, going to events and traveling like you were just like traveling for two weeks you were just at decadence like how do you kind of make like especially nutrition like well we can talk about like health and stretching and all that kind of stuff next but focusing on nutrition like how do you kind of like I cheat a lot because I'm always at an event I feel like how do you keep yourself on track or like you know focus on things
2: well I think it's my mindset shift is completely different and I mean I, like I hate using the word cheat and I know everyone has like their different version of it mm-hmm. but just me personally coming from a very restrictive mindset in my past and doing a lot of different things that like caused me to like go more into like the binge eating or just like being very obsessive over every little thing I ate and it made my life fucking miserable sorry I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if I can cuss but yeah no, <laughs> <it. laughs> but I was just I was stuck in like basically just that constant like restrict and binge cycle and I could never get out of it because diet culture. It's like literally how we're raised, right? Like we're raised to think like we have to eat a certain way or that we're supposed to eat less or that certain foods are bad for us. And it wasn't until I really educated myself on macronutrients and like the correct portions of food for me and figuring Mm -hmm. out what that was and taking time to really experiment that I was like, oh shit, I can actually eat whatever I want as long as it feels good. You know, like don't eat something you're allergic to. Duh. (laughs) But but. Everyone, you innately know what's good for you. Like, you can tell me right now, like, eh, I should probably drink more water. I should probably eat more vegetables. Like, you know, I should make sure I eat enough protein. Like, don't eat too many carbs. Don't eat too much fat. Like, there's basic building blocks of nutrition we all know. We're just not all taught exactly, like, what it looks like for us because no one knows. Yet, mm-hmm. we're all trying to, like, we're basically, they try to sell you on, like, whatever the new diet tray is craze is saying that that's right and it's not and there's nothing that is right for anyone like you have to figure out what it is for yourself so i've just learned over the years what works for me and i yeah. think very few things that like you can start to guess and check for yourself and i know right here you telling me like oh, i know there's a few things like i'm to do a low fodmap maps like so i know there's definitely foods in your life you eat and afterwards you feel like shit, right
1: yeah completely <laughs> <laughs> For the longest time, like I've done like elimination diets. Like whenever I have downtime, I always try to like figure out what it what it is. You know what I mean? And like, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna cut out everything processed, and I'm only gonna eat fruits and vegetables. Well, I started adding like mangoes and bananas and like really high sugar fruits. Because in my head, I was like, these things are good for you. Like these things are healthy. But like for me and my body, like, those things wreck my digestive system. And, like, I learned a very hard way because I literally – and I was so, like, angry when I went on this elimination diet because I was like, I can't eat anything. Like, it's not working. I'm still having these issues. And then I just, yeah. like, evaluated. But it, I think elimination diets are really – especially for food sensitivities, I think are a really interesting way to kind of, like, figure out, like, what's good for you and what's not for you. I guess for me, like, it's, it's the reminder – when I'm somewhere especially like at a festival or an event and all the food options are like shit food you know what I mean it's like all the things so like is it more for you like moderation do you make sure you eat beforehand like how do you kind of like focus on it and I guess you probably just have been like trained over the past couple years to just
2: know like how to
1: say no to things
2: maybe a little bit better than I am and and I think it really it, it just comes down to like where your priorities are set because for me, like I do, constantly have an aesthetic goal. So, like I'm like I'm bodybuilder. Like I really like looking good, working hard in the gym. But I'm also like working out really freaking hard in the gym, so I can eat a little bit more than the average person. Yeah. But I choose to fill my body and the things that I do eat, like with primarily vegetables. And mm-hmm. like if I'm gonna have like like I don't really I don't like cooking meat at home. Again, weird pre- past vegan here. So um i'll eat like super decadent like things out but i always avoid fried foods i can't do gluten and a lot of things are contaminated and the oils they use are horrible for you mm. it's just like such an easy way to cut out so many bad foods and so many extra calories just completely avoid fried foods there's absolutely no reason unless it's like that's your gimme like that's your like mm, i want it awesome enjoy it but like enjoy like one or two, whatever you want to have. And then like get back to your regularly scheduled thing. And I think that's where the problem comes is like, if it's a three day festival, or if it's like some big thing and you don't prepare ahead of time for those little meals, those little snacks, those little ways that you can bring a part of home with you, because if you're going to free for all everything else, when you're at a festival, your nutrition needs to stay on point. And like, let's be real. Like it's a whole body experience. So if like you don't want to feel like shit afterwards <laughs> like you gotta prep like just Absolutely. like with anything
1: mm-hmm. yeah you gotta like build up yourself and think about I guess it's like kind of reminding yourself of like that end result like the energy levels you're gonna have and like how like you're gonna feel like shit if you eat like shit type things yeah so, tax, snacks like are you a person that like I could
2: find like because I can't can. mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> if, if I can't you like throwing
1: um, out your bag of carrots that you're trying to bring in
2: i've the- i've like literally had that happen though <laughs> like, <laughs> like i get stopped in airports all the time like one time i tried to bring on two jars of peanut butter and one of them was too liquidy and they had to throw it away and i like threw a hissy bit i'm not gonna lie oh, <laughs> but yeah protein bars are always an amazing one um, obviously just make sure it's like a lower processed bar and i mean i could totally give you a bunch of recommendations for things they're like super easy snacks to bring Um, but protein bars you can always bring protein powder in. I've never had anyone be weird about it. And they even sell, like, those single-serve packets that you could just throw in some water. Or, like, yeah, a
1: interesting. Never, like, I never even, like, thought – because I've brought, like, hydration packs.
2: Mm-hmm. But I've
1: never thought about bringing, like, a protein pack because, it's like, a white – you know, it's like a powder. So it's, like, interesting. But I guess they have the pre-done packets. That makes sense, though.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, obviously – It's a good way to fill up, like – yeah. Well, and because most people like most people just don't eat, right, at festivals. And then the things you're eating are probably like a cart. And if yeah, you I'm especially if
1: you... I'm like eating like two slices of pizza. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so an easy thing to do, which is just like make sure you stay on track. And especially if you do have like aesthetic goals or gym goals or you are someone that, you know, wants to keep the muscle mass you do have on your body, you need to get that protein mm-hmm. in it because your body's gonna mm-hmm. eat away at that first.
1: Nice. Okay. So then the next question I kind of have is more in relation to like working out and stretching. I mean, obviously like you're dancing, you're sweating, but it's like for you, somebody that's like building muscle, do you take those days off or do you do like little workouts here and there? Or like, how do you kind of balance that?
2: So I use decadence for example. So when we went, um, I was actually traveling the week before, so it was like a horrible travel diary for me and I work out for all of the place um and I probably made a mistake that I'm sure someone has made before but I did it on purpose I knew I wasn't going to go to work get a good workout and I really wanted to hit legs hard so me and my friend hit legs like two days before the first day oh,
1: no. so you get really sore
2: which is fine like I, I enjoy being sore so I was okay with it uh, but you really have to make sure you're hydrated if you're going to do that if you're sore if you want to like keep flushing obviously through but on days of festivals I do not work out at all um Mm -hmm. stretching is really good foam rolling is really good if you have a Theragun or like a Hyper and you can actually like gun your legs especially um on like yeah like your low back and like your shoulders like my like neck oysters because I'm like
1: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) um like after the first night I was like man I didn't bring my Hyper and I was just like oh god
1: (laughs) what what is uh like explain a little bit more about like foam rollers and Hyper and like because I've seen them But I I don't, like, I don't have one. I don't really, like, use one. But it sounds like I, like, need to.
2: (laughs) For sure. So foam roller would just be, like, that giant, like, that looks like a rolling pin made of foam. Uh And, I mean, I'm sure you see one at the gym. They have, like, all different funky ones, like, all the spikes on them and things like that. But basically what you're doing is breaking down the fascia, which is, like, in turn, like, in between, like, your skin and, like, the, like, right on top of your muscle. So it's, like, a very, very thin layer. And you're, like, trying to break down into your muscle. So you want to, like, Start to break down the fascia and like loosen it up. Then you can get into the muscle and it helps you loosen it up. So like the longer you press down on something, it's gonna slowly release, just like a stretch, right? So okay. when you're like pressing down, like when you get a massage, so like I'm just trying to use like just my body that so you can see. So like I go like to press.
1: Oh those muscles! Oh girl. yeah. Right?
2: Um, so like if I press here, it takes around 30 seconds to a minute, depending on how tight you are, especially in your legs, like, for it to like actually give out and release. And you can feel this when like if you've ever um you know when you like touch your toes and you're like I'm trying to like show you like you know not even touch your toes if you're listening she's actually like trying to touch your toes right <laughs> now and, <laughs> and like actively so when you do this stretch and you're like down here, um you know not you sit there for a little bit and after a second you can go a little bit further, and then after a second you can go a little bit further, that's your body slowly releasing. So that's the entire point of foam rolling. Foam rolling hurts like a bitch so you were essentially pushing really hard instead of just rolling like a rolling pin you want to kind of like settle on one area hold it for that 30 seconds to a minute okay and then it will slowly get that muscle to release like that's how you're getting those knots out so it takes some time but it feels really good the theragun or HyperVolt i'm talking about is basically like a mechanical way of doing that so it is basically
1: is so it those, like, massager guns that kind of look a massager like gun. a hardware tool? Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. It is.
2: Like, it's uh, just, like, literally, like, just... Yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. We have
1: them at uh, EDC Orlando. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it's amazing. Awesome. It's, it's so good. Like, if yeah. anyone can get one of those into a festival, or, like, I don't know why they don't go to festivals. They should, because I would just be, like, <laughs> so like sign hilarious. me up right now. Well,
1: that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We did it poolside at EDC Orlando. We were, like, at one of the resorts, and we were just, like, offering it to people. Oh,
2: yeah. And it was, like
1: awesome yeah I was like I need to get one for myself like that's amazing
2: it's it's killer it, it helps so much just really I do it every single day like before my cycle bar classes and like at nighttime I like try to run over my legs just because I'm so sore all the time and it really helps to loosen them up
1: yeah I'm definitely gonna have to remember that because I am like I've gotten a little better at stretching I usually will do it like in between sets but I need to remember to do it like at the night like over, like before and stuff like that because I feel like it would make a big difference because I'm, like, so sore after, it. Like, my feet are just, like, gone. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, it was actually really cool the house that we stayed at. was my friend's dad's um, house, and he had a massage chair. The chair itself was, like, decent. Whatever it did to your feet, it had all these little (laughs) balls. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever experienced. (laughs) Being on your feet for, like, 12 hours. It was amazing. So, So, if you can get a foot massage – do
0: that
1: <laughs> Put, foot massage train Just get all your friends involved okay awesome well thank you so much for chatting yeah. with me I feel like I learned a couple things which is like awesome definitely gonna try to stay a little bit more focused um I know you have a new program out um like right now if there's anything you kind of want to plug tell my audience like this is your time
2: What's up guys? So yeah, I am launching an eight week strength training program and it's mainly for women, but guys, you can totally join in too. It's called confidently strong. And I just saw a huge hole in the market. There's a lot of like eBooks or guides out there, but there's no one actually educating you on like how to get into the gym, like what workouts to do that actually produce results. So I was sick of seeing, I mean, myself included until I like, sat here, educated myself, learned the process and like put it into motion, but just seeing my friends going to the gym without a plan and they have no clue what they're doing and they think they know, but they're Mm -hmm. staying around the same five, 10 pounds fluctuating all year. And I was just sick of it. I was like, I want to help with my friends, my mom, like every woman I see at the gym, that's like doing things wrong and they don't know that they're doing it wrong or they have no clue what they're doing, but they know they should be there. So you're already dedicating the time, right? Like you go to a gym, you go to a studio and you're like, why the fuck am I not seeing results? So it's a mix of here's a strength training program that's going to provide you results. It's proven. I've already done a beta test and you can look through my stories. I have a ton of, um, Basically yeah, I was
1: looking at that. I was like, "Damn girl.
2: Like, uh, was <laughs> um, And then I also educate around macronutrients, just like I was talking about. So I actually educate you on like how to calculate your own for your specific body type, your goals, your needs, and what you're looking to do, and then how to track them with my Fitness Pal. And like, obviously, you know what foods are healthy. like fruits, veggies, like healthy proteins, lean fat or lean proteins, healthy fats, all that good stuff but you can have whatever you want. So if you want a piece of pizza every day, cool, fit it into your macros and just eat around it. And it's just, mm, I really want to prove that you can eat whatever you want and live an amazing, enjoyable lifestyle wherever you are in the world and still get results as long as you're working hard in the gym and you're eating the correct portion sizes, like life's oh, meant yeah. to live. So that's kind of how- And go
1: I to festivals. You can go to all the festivals you want with this plan.
2: <laughs> you can, you can't just drink your water. <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. Hydration is key. <laughs> Amazing. Well, everybody go check it. It's kira.christine, right? Yeah, Kira.Christine. Is it the same uh, website too? Yes, yeah, just
2: kira.christine.com.
1: Kira kira.christine.com 2020. We are making our health and nutrition goals happen. Thank you so much, Kira. Ooh. And you have a wonderful day or night. I guess night night whenever yeah, you're listening, it's a day. Whenever
0: you're listening, <laughs> have a great life so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode of the where's amanda podcast if you really really liked it and are listening on apple podcasts please subscribe and give me a five-star review if you want to give me anything less than five stars please just message me i only want fives we can talk let's make this better for you if you're listening on any other platform please follow or subscribe it really helps other people find the podcast and hey it doesn't hurt to send it to a friend Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and just like a great life overall. Have a good one.